In just a moment, we're going to read our scripture for today. So please join me in prayer, however you feel most comfortable. Our heart bursts for Jesus. Our thirst cries out in awe. The one who has broken bread for us was broken without flaw. And blood was poured to quench our lives, never as we had thought. But salvation comes and taught us love. We reflect upon ourselves. In your name we pray. Amen. This comes from Mark 30 through 37. They went on from there and they passed through Galilee. He had not wanted, he did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him. And then three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he, was, he asked them, what were, you arguing, what were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent. For on the way they had argued with one another who was the great, who was the person who was going to turn against Jesus. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all the servants of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me but the one who has sent me. This is the word of the Lord. Now we're going to see a short video that uh, is involved in the poem that you got in your bulletin today. All those days you felt like dust, like dirt, as if all you had to do was turn your face toward the wind. All those days you felt like dust like dirt, as if all you had to do was turn your face toward the wind and and be be scattered scattered to the four corners, or swept away by the smallest breath as insubstantial. Did Did you you not know know what the Holy Holy One One can do with dust? This is the day we freely say say we are scorched. scorched. This is the hour we are marked by what has made it through the burning. This is the moment we ask for the blessing that lives within the ancient ashes that that makes its home inside the soil of this sacred earth. So let us be marked not for sorrow and let us be marked not not for for shame. Let us be marked not not for false humility or for thinking we are less than we are but for claiming what God can do within the dust within the dirt, within within the stuff stuff of which the world is made. And the 
the stars that blaze in our bones and the galaxies, and the galaxies that spiral inside the smudge, the smudge we bear. Did you not know what the Holy One can do with dust? That was a video that our office manager, Jan, found this week and um, put up on our Facebook page, and I thought it was quite appropriate for our gathering here tonight. I am dust. Today we come here to this place and put a mark on our foreheads, which says, I am ash, I am dirt, I am dust. It's a symbol And it says something about us. When we come forward to receive it, it is both to remind us of something and to tell others who we are. I became aware of this on Ash Wednesdays in years past when I would go to the gym afterward and I would pass by people and some would just like look at me like, Should I tell him there's something on his face? Or some people that perhaps knew what the mark represented. But in those times, I thought, like, okay, if this person asked me and they didn't have an understanding of what this mark meant, how would I explain this to them? How do I explain this mark that says, I am dust? And that's what I want to talk to you about, because maybe tonight you'll go to the grocery store or to some place and somebody might see it. And I thought of three things that this mark communicates. This mark of ash and dust means I am human, I am lowly, I am of Christ. First, I am human. Pastor Matthew Van Mostrich, who's a pastor over at Altamont Reformed Church, had this wonderful reflection that helps, I think, get at this. He wrote this, I am not stardust. I don't sparkle. I'm not made of magical stuff from far off in distant places. I'm made of ordinary dust, the dust that is below my feet. I'm made of the stuff that this earth is made of. I'm part of that cycle. My essence is not connected with something far from here, but right here. I'm not stardust, I'm regular dust. I'm dust, and it is to this dust I shall return. The book that we love here, this book of Holy Scripture, opens with this image in Genesis chapter 2 of God as one who created the innumerable and vast expanses of all the galaxies and yet stooped and stopped to come close to the ground, this thing that we are made of, gathering up dirt, forming it into the shape of a man and breathing life into this man's nostrils. Make him a living being, made for this close, intimate relationship with God. 
And the word for dirt in Hebrew, Adama, which was the man's name. An important point of connection for who this guy was, connected to both the ground and to this God that made him from that ground. And God called this man and all humans good. So the mark of dust and ash on our foreheads is a tangible way of saying, I am human, and God calls me good. You and me, we are deeply connected to the world around us. Think of the wonderful and very earthy process of, of how a human is born. The grains from the bread, the meat from the animals, the vegetables from the ground, the water that rushes through rivers, all nourishing a small child growing in a woman's womb. And then we live and we grow and someday we return to dust. That mark on our forehead proclaiming that we are not God, but created things. We have limits, we get hungry, we thirst, we feel pain, we have a lifespan. And all this, God says, is very good. These very natural parts of our lives, emotions, desires, dreams, hopes, relationships, experiences of love, and so much more, is all a human thing and very good and blessed by God. The mark of dust means you are a living, breathing, small speck of dust amidst the greater theater of God's creation. And you, along with everything else, are cherished by this creator who fills lungs with breath. The dust means I am human. But it also means and says that I am lowly. All of us have had days like Jan Richardson in her poem describes. Those days you felt like dust like dirt, as if you had, all you had to do was turn your face toward the wind and be scattered to the four corners or swept away by the smallest breath as insubstantial. I wonder if that's what Job, who had a whole book dedicated to him and his experience of life, I wonder if that's what he felt like who was doing great, who had a family, who had a fortune with his job and had a great retirement plan going along. And then his livestock and livelihood were stolen by bandits. And his kids died when a house collapsed on, to collapsed on top of them in a storm. And he got sick. And he felt like dust, like dirt, like nothing. And so he did the common thing that many people in the Old Testament did when they experienced hardship or realized that they had done something wrong and needed a change. He tears his clothes and puts on this itchy, scratchy burlap sack and tosses dirt on his head. Because after all, that's what he felt like. 
Like he was returning to the dirt from which he came. And so maybe right now, that's how we come in here, or some Sundays we come in to worship. Or we know someone that's experiencing that sort of life. And so this mark says, this mark upon our forehead says, you are worn thin by your job, or conflict with your friend or loved ones or within your family. That you're feeling alone or directionless without purpose. That you're bullied or belittled or brushed past. That you feel like dirt beneath someone's feet, deeper and deeper every day. Or maybe this mark says, you messed up and don't know how to get it right. You're looking for renewal because you feel empty and dead. Or you've burned relationships and parts of your life look like scorched earth. Or maybe you're like Job's friends who come to sit with him in his sorrow but realize there's nothing they can say or do. So they too tear their clothes and throw on that horrible shirt of sackcloth and throw dirt on their heads because it's the most faithful thing they can do is just sit there with them. And so this mark of dust is about the way in which we lament the broken and lowly parts of this world that we wish were right again or recovered to that vision that God had set for this world at its beginning and a foundation. And so the symbol is about our lament and our sadness and our brokenheartedness, that riches keep accumulating in the bank accounts of some while more people are added to the inventories of people who need food pantries or homeless shelters. That our kids now have to practice active shooter drills while we argue over gun rights where kids are raised in unstable homes. That there are struggling single parents who don't know where to turn for help. Or a young girl who feels alone and ashamed when she's deciding whether or not to keep her baby. That there are children who go hungry in villages that are running out of water while I hardly think twice about that, that bag of lettuce that's going bad in my fridge or the water that keeps running while I'm brushing my teeth. It's about the glass ceiling for women in the workplace or the KKK posters that hung up at my Christian college or that there are barriers for gay married couples that they experience in life. This mark that we have on our forehead is a mark of lament for the things that have gone wrong and for the times we feel like dust or the times when we wish there was a change that could come about in our lives. But lastly, this mark is one that says, I am of Christ. When you come forward today to be marked by dust, to be marked as a human and in the loneliness of this world, it's always in the form of a cross. The symbol that God knows our humanity and our loneliness. 
As Isaiah 53 writes about Jesus who was of the dust, who was ordinary like any of us. He grew up like before us, like a young plant, Isaiah says, having no form or majesty that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. And this man became like dust, Isaiah writes. He was despised. He was rejected. A man of suffering and acquainted with the infirmity. And as one from whom others hide their faces, he was despised and we held him of no account. But surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases. We accounted him stricken and struck down by God and afflicted. He was wounded for the transgressions of each of us, crushed for our iniquities. And upon him was the punishment that has made us whole. And through his bruises, we are healed. Jesus, God, became dust. And through him, through him, do we not see, as Jan Richardson writes, what the Holy One can do with dust? That the God who once breathed life into dirt and dust of this world can do so once more and has done so in the life of his Son. Do we not see that it is the joy and delight of this God to take what we are as dust, as humans, as feeble, lowly people, and breathe that life into the dust of our lives? To be marked with this ash is to be marked by one who can do something that we cannot. To do something more than we could ever ask or imagine. To be marked by dust is to say, I am of Christ. And to be marked by hope. And so, as the poet says, let us be marked for claiming what God can do within the dust, within the dirt, within the stuff of which the world is made, and the stars that blaze in our bones and the galaxies that spiral inside the smudge we bear. And so on this journey of 40 days, may it be an invitation to you for you to reckon with the fact that you are human in the uniqueness and quirkiness of your existence that God made, especially the beauty of it, for you to care and tend the parts of who you are. May it invite you to look upon the often difficult things to look at, the low places, the broken places, and open up your heart to God or to a friend about those things all so that in these points of reflection, God can show us more of what God can do with that dust. Let's pray. Lord our God, you know us and know what we need, even before we ask of it. And so I pray that the next 40 days are a journey of transformation and may we not judge that by our own eyes, but may we judge it by the eyes of faith that see that you're always working on our behalf, 
may you show us those things. And may we have open hearts to participate in the journey you wish to invite us on. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.